I was surprised to wake up on Saturday morning and hear the news that uh, Jeffrey Epstein had taken his own life in prison and then just, you know, it's weird in the world we're in right now, you can easily miss something, right? Because technology, information is just flying so fast at you. Um, but I was working on some stuff Saturday morning. I'd gotten up early just you know, before the kids were up and everything. I was just getting some work done and uh, I saw it. It's weird when you're there for the start of something. I feel like you, you become a little bit more involved. Like if I wasn't up Saturday morning, I probably would have missed this for the most part. And, and, and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Do you find that to be true? I feel like if you're on social when something happens, you're more likely to stay invested in it than if you miss it. Kind of like Lost. I wasn't really in on Lost in the beginning, and I, I never kind of caught on. I never caught it. You know what I mean? But people who were, they were just, they, they wrote it the whole way through. Game of Thrones. I mean, you name it. They, you know, it's like the same thing. But the, con- the, the conspiracy theories. Oh, my goodness. And my little uh, contribution to this uh, on social was there is, I mean, I don't think that we are ever going to see an end in sight to the conspiracy theories around this guy's death. Never. Books, movies. I'm pretty sure, and I know it's Monday, August 12th, so I don't know when taping started, but relatively recently, I'm pretty sure this is going to be on Law & Order this year. I'm pretty sure this is going to be one of them ripped from the headlines, Law & Orders. Absolutely. Has to be. Has to be. Steve Kastenbaum, who does uh, who does drops for our newscast here, filed a full report on it. So here's what he has to say on this. The FBI is investigating how Epstein was able to commit suicide in a special housing unit at the Metropolitan Correctional Facility here. Selma de Jesus Zayas is the former chief psychologist for the Federal Bureau of Prisons. She said after Epstein apparently tried to kill himself two weeks ago, a suicide assessment would have been done to determine the seriousness of his attempt. They also included criteria he needed to meet in order to be removed from suicide watch. She said it's possible that he met that criteria and that would explain why Epstein was placed back in the special housing unit. The U.S. attorney here in New York vowed to continue with the investigation. Mike Fiston is a former Miami-Dade homicide detective who, as a private investigator, spent a decade... Let me tell you something. It's... That's... That's showing... That's that's showing some... You know, you got some moxie. (laughs) If you're like, I'm going to continue this investigation, I would be terrified. I'm just so happy I'm not a part of this. I don't know who's behind. And I know I know it's turned into a political thing. Like everybody's picking sides. But that's not even what this is about. Like this, this to me is one of those situations where I'm like, I am so happy I am five billion miles away from this. I have nothing to do with this. I mean, could you imagine if you have to pick up this little... You know, if you have to pick up this torch and keep carrying that thing, oh my goodness, I would be terrified. I mean, this is what like every, (laughs) this is what every crime thriller is based upon, this exact feeling. Innocent person gets mixed up in an investigation, wants to do the right thing, people out to kill them. That is essentially most of Harrison Ford's 90s movies in a nutshell. Right then and there, just there it is. There's your synopsis. In fact, that's literally how they pitched it to studios. Harrison's innocent. Something happens. He decides to get involved. And that and scene. That's it. 
That's essentially what it Homicide is. Homicide detective who, as a private investigator, spent a decade digging into the Epstein case for victims and their attorneys. He said there are a lot of people who knew what was going on or who were complicit in the crimes. There's a very strong case against these people and individuals. Miami Herald reporter Julie Brown wrote the investigative piece that led to Epstein's arrest and federal charges. She said it's not surprising that he committed suicide the day after court documents from a civil case were unsealed, revealing extensive details about what happened to his victims and alarming new allegations about other people. As the evidence came out, I'm sure that he could feel things kind of closing in around him. She thinks there's still an opportunity for the victims to receive justice if others who helped Epstein are brought up on charges. Steve Kastenbaum, New York. All right, so there's uh, Steve Kastenbaum with uh, what he had to, uh, what he was able to dig up on this whole thing. By the way, kudos to Julie Brown in, in an era where journalism has come under attack, um, and also at the same time, simultaneously, where <laughs> somehow it's eh, questionable journalism. Mostly, the cable news networks on both sides have been extremely disappointing to me and other people. I feel like hardcore journalists are disappointed by a lot of the uh a lot of the what's happened to the journalism uh industry. Um but all that being said, look at this young lady coming out with this whole story that wound up, you know, taking this guy down who got a soft sentence to begin with. That that's journalism. And that should be that should be pinpointed today. Good for her writing that whole piece that started this whole thing. It's amazing. You know, we are in this weird time where, you know, again, not the greatest journalism, still phenomenal. I would say 98% of journalism going on is still really good. There's 2%, mostly by the cable networks. That's pretty poor uh, and doing a bad job and giving the rest of it a bad name. Also, you have the Internet and all that stuff kind of cramming down on journalism and making the business model of it really impossible, which also kind of leads to the bad journalism. Right. Because people are just kind of looking for clicks sometimes uh, and they have a responsibility to that. Uh, In that sort of weird time, you have this one reporter who just decided to write this piece and it caught fire on social. And that was and that really led to, you know, this horrific individual, uh, you know, being detained again. So good for her. Uh, I think the focus is going to be on this uh, socialite that he used to hang with all the time. I forgot her name already, but whoever that is, she becomes the most important person. But I mean, this is just like ripe with powerful people, big money, horrific crimes. Like, I mean, this is just, again, the, you know, kind of the way, you know, the Nixon thing and all that, like there's 4,000 movies on that. And, you know, this one, this is going to be the next, uh, I feel cultural thing where just we're never going to stop writing books and inspired law and order episodes. And I just don't know. I don't know if there's an end in sight to all this. We've just begun to peel back this little stinky onion.